we thrive in hierarchies. We have to have hierarchies. Yes. And it's one of the reasons that a jujitsu school feels so goddamn good spiritually, psychologically, and physically is that we do adhere to hierarchies. Yes. And the belt plays a huge role in that, is the truth. Okay, guys, the Splendid Torch Podcast, Episode 7. This one is on Bell Promotions, and it's a special one. Because, yeah, I'm sitting here with the old man, Coach Pete. Say hello. How are you, Professor? I'm Good doing fantastically you. well. Special we also have a special guest, Coach Tony. Coach Tony, say hello. What is up, guys? How are you? All right, so we had a really awesome weekend here at the Academy. Saturday morning, we had a... I would say a monster belt promotion. Would you agree? Monster. I would have to say it was a monster one. Yeah. Lots of blue belts. Lots of first steps. The blue belt, junior gray belts. Right. So in, in our academy, junior gray belt and blue belt, are they're huge. Tell them why, coach. Because as a white belt, they say that you're not truly training <laughs> jiu-jitsu yet until you get that blue belt or until you get that junior gray belt so it's definitely a step in the right direction they so, all deserved it yeah so the way it was always broken down to me with ricardo was when you're a white belt and of course if somebody walks in the academy the first time you're you're not like here's your white belt you're not really a student yet <laughs> but really like when you're a white belt the whole that you know leg of the journey is as ricardo would always say is you're learning how to learn yeah, yeah. and when he first said that it made total sense right. like you really that's what's so eye-opening, I think, about being a blue belt and going into advanced class. Then you're like, oh, man, that's jujitsu. Yeah. Because, yeah. man, it's the first time, like, you're really linking a lot of things together. And, and like, you see jujitsu on, like, the broader scale. But um, let's say you're a kid and you're a white belt and you get a junior gray belt. What really changes? What do you get to do? You get to go to level two class with you, Professor Pete. And that's with me always, and uh, the old man. Yes. That's always huge, man. The kids always look look forward to that. They're yeah. scary. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. You remember See, and, we man. did the thing with Kino. Kino came. He was, Kino was afraid to come over. Yeah. It's almost like they're taking their first class over again. Well, I mean, like they, in, in a lot time. of ways they are, yeah. Yeah. right? Yes. And, and one of the big things, and so we're going to talk a lot today about Bell Promotions, like, you know, how we approach it, what it takes. Um, what are like the ramifications of it? And and one of the big things is you go from, uh, like say belt promotions is on a Saturday, whether you're a white belt kid or a white belt adult, you're a white belt on yeah. Thursday, like the last <laughs> class you take. You come in on Saturday, you earn your promotion, and now it's like you, you're in this Boom. whole new world. Yeah. Not yeah. only are you not the big fish in a little pond, you are the lowest man on the totem pole. It's huge, man. It's really eye-opening. It's walking into Hogwarts. What does it's, that mean? I'm not a nerd. The black magic. They're coming in and all of a sudden they're going, they're not learning just the traditional guard, half guard, side control. They're coming in and they're going, what, is wor what do you yeah. mean yeah. worm yeah. guard? Yeah, is it's the first time yes. we really like uncover the, the truth that jiu-jitsu is expansive. The ever-growing, ever-growing and evolving art of yeah. jiu-jitsu. And yeah. then you got the other like higher ranks in the class that have already been established as blue belts and purple belts and brown belts. They're kind of licking their chops too, right? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. fresh, fresh meat, fresh blue belts. My that, well, here's the thing, man. That's important. I was yeah. talking to uh, Nick the Wig, and Nick the Wig Great is guy. one of our, our blue belts, and he's one of like, you know, aside from Saturday's promotion, he was in the most recent crop. Yeah. And he, luckily, he's mentally tough, and luckily... We do a good job of, of reminding our blue belts that they're expected to be the low man on the totem pole. But I was talking to Nick, and he was like, you could just tell that this crop of blue belts coming in is coming at the perfect time for him. Because 
he's been the low man for what five months right, now because right. you know covid and everything we didn't do a belt promotion for a while it was yeah. october and you could just see i'm like bro rest assured like it's okay because now you got people coming in yep. and you're joking around when you say fresh meat yeah but it's the truth it is so you tell me what do you think is the dy- the dynamic that changes when a new huge crop of blue belts come comes in for the blue belts who were just recently promoted like five months ago they're going I'm now a sophomore. I'm no longer a right. freshman. You know, it, that, and that's a, there's a major effect in that. Uh, yeah, they're not getting stuffed in lockers anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. We still give swirlies in the back from time to time. <laughs> yeah. But no, you know, that, that's that first, maybe they don't even have a stripe on their belt yet, but they're going, oh, wait a second. I'm actually now, I am advancing. Yeah. I am, I, you know, it's not even so much being lowest man, but once you see that blue, blue belt, yeah, it's still like stiff as a board. Stiff as a, they out can't to the tie sides. it. Because, yeah. No, <laughs> look, here's the thing. It it's uh it's just a a reminder of how much they actually want. It's it's like them really realizing how much they've learned in it the last four months. Yeah. You don't you don't realize it. Yeah. it. And the same thing happens in the kids program. Like I was talking to uh, Nika's mom. Yeah. You know, who you know, super cool chick and and she's like a throwback kind of parent. She is. Yes, like she, she is. doesn't mind. she has two kids in the program. Um What's Nika's little sister's name? She's a tiny shirt. Kyla. Kyla. She's cute, t- cute as a cute, butt. Yeah, cute, cute as a little butt. Kid. Giggles and smiles yes. all class. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Nika is cute as a butt, but she's a little bit more of a murderer. She is. Which she is, is cool. an assassin. But her, yeah, her, mom, too. Yeah. her mom's a much. throwback, dude. Yeah. She's like, she understands the value in Nika, you know, getting beat up a little bit yeah. and, and not, can, not winning every time. I can tell the mom can probably scrap too. If she I know. We got to get her training, dude. But I'd feel bad because then she'd be here from like 4.30. like 9 <laughs> but uh, anyway, she even. But the point is, even she was like after cl- after class one day was like, "Look, can you just not partner Nick up with Everett for a few classes yeah. in a row? Because yeah. they're the same size, yeah. right? They're both like little peanuts in the class. Yeah. But Nick is a killer. Everett is like a prodigy. Yeah, you know. So yes. But I reminded Nick. I was like, "Look, pretty soon we have a huge belt promotion coming up. There's going to be a ton of brand new junior gray belts yeah. coming in, and she gets to uh, enjoy." The same thing that all like the blue Nick the wig is gonna yeah. get. Well, yep. they're getting. We're all getting different looks too, right? You gotta yep. get used to training with the same people over and over again. Then you have this big crop of, of fresh new student, not new students, but more established students that yeah. uh, it's gonna give you a different look. Their first step, you know, it's good. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and there goes that goes to a lot of times the once people get their blue belt, they're like, I am done. I am done with basic class. Yeah. I'm done with the fundamentals. So they they avoid they avoid the fundamentals. <laughs> They, they, they just don't go. They're always going, yeah. I'm going to be in the advanced class. They take advanced class every day, intermediate class. Maybe they don't even run into an intermediate class or whatever. Yeah. So now they're going to see these new students in the advanced class. And a game that they never saw before, they're going to go, oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, and this and, and and there's that the chess match starts yeah. all over again. And that's the beauty of it because, you know, and I'll, we talk about him all the time, Rondo. Rondo's coming in. I mean, he's been dipping into the advanced class for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and he deserves it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So when he really starts stepping in with these other guys and they're going, how's this kid wipe out? He's an outlier. He doesn't yeah. count. True. Man. That is true. Yeah. It is yeah. true. All right, so we'll get we'll, we'll wrap all we got a lot to cover, man. Belt yes. promotions, that's like a really huge, huge topic. It's huge. So before we really dive into it, and I do want to get around to Blue Bell Blues and how to get a black belt and all that stuff, let's talk a little bit about, because this is like a hot button topic in the, in the jiu-jitsu community, which it drives me nuts. But we, we 
promote here heavily based on attendance. Right. Yes. Right. Yep. And for some reason that but drives people. Yeah, dude. Be like be on the mat, but on the mat. B O M. That drives some people crazy. Like you're watery. It's gonna be a McDojo. You're gonna ruin the the toughness of jujitsu. No. To that I say, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. And here's why. This is a hot button. Here, here's why it works perfectly well in our academy. And and let's also be very clear that we do base heavily on attendance. But how many times has somebody just not been ready and we hold them back? Right. There, there, we were talking yeah. yesterday about yeah. a certain person we've yeah. held back for like two years yeah. in their best interest. Yes. On the flip side of that, how many times has somebody, you know, been training half the allotted amount of time and we bump them forward? Because so, we felt like it would benefit them. Right. We always you know? do it in their best interest. Yeah. Some guys just do better, and girls do better when you push them into a new, you know, challenge. They need the challenge. And it kind of pulls them ahead. And some people, it does the opposite. Yeah. You know, they so you drown. hold them back on purpose because that's how they thrive. But it's just a good strategy to, to uh, promote people based heavily on attendance because it's, it's the assumption is this. If you're training X amount, let's say 100 classes to get to your blue belt, that means you're training twice a week for 50 weeks. Yeah. Right? That's 100 classes in a year. Would anybody disagree with the fact that if you train 100 times in your first year as a white belt, you have earned your blue belt? Yeah. yeah. Right? And here's why I think it works even better in our academy. If somebody's on the mat here, like, we are very attentive. Yeah. Right. Right? Like, we are very hands-on. So as long as you're here under our influence, we're going to be making all those adjustments. We're going to be getting you to, to where you need to go. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, like, we don't test here. I, I don't like the idea of, like, belt testing in jiu-jitsu. You made me clean the toilet with my toothbrush and brush your, my teeth. Well, that, that was, was your that was your test. That oh, was, okay. That was the that personal was coach test. Pete's that was a coach. I hold special. you to a higher standard <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I know that you could take it. <laughs> um, but man, like the assumption is, if you're on the mat, you're moving in the right direction, and you're getting better. You're you on are. the mat, you're getting better, no matter what. Right. And there is, I'll point it back. We talked about it weeks ago. We've had guys come in pre-COVID that were coming from other schools to train with us, and they're pre, going, pre what? Pre what the hell is COVID? COVID. I don't know. It's like a. It, oh, I'm thinking Corona. Oh, do you guys know what today is? It's uh, Monday. The one year anniversary of like the the, the official worldwide oh, yeah, yeah the, like lockdown. the official that's lockdown. Right. That's right. Oh, when but did we shut down? When, when was the twelfth. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we shut down the twelfth. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. last day in the office, and yeah. I was so excited. That's a whole other thing. But whole other thing. we would have people that come from other schools that come train with us pre Corona flu and. Uh, <laughs> They would always say to me, man, your white belts are nails. Yeah. It's nails. And a lot of that is, I mean, look, the instructing, I think, for the most part, except for me, is pretty good here. For the most part. For yeah. the most part, barring me and my classes. Everybody gets better on your classes. Um, but keep but in mind, Pete, it's also good to see what not to do. Exactly. So you, and that's serve, what I bring to the table. I bring to purposes. the table said, if you want to be bad, do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so... You, I have to attribute it to a couple things. One is as they get in and they start treading water, everybody seems to goes back to the grouping and people training together and meeting up and everybody, up. the gears come together as a team. And they honestly, they're always on the mat. They're always yeah. training together. Well, and it, it's, I, don't, I think if we don't, we have a few two-day-a-week guys. I Every, think we most have people more, like four or five days a four week. Four or five yeah. days the a week. The other thing is this, that, that you, I think you were wrong 
and I love telling you when you're wrong. I know. You you said something in the beginning of the podcast along the lines like when somebody gets into the, the advanced program, they don't really go back to basic classes. And and maybe that's true. Some but do. you're still wrong. Just I know. You're I'm, you. I'm always wrong. But uh, one thing that we have here that a lot of places don't have is a very, very strong, like, mixed class. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, on the schedule. Every noon class. Yes. Monday to Friday, you don't find it's that. crazy. Unless you go to, like, San Diego and mm-hmm. you go to, like, Legion or you go to Atos, you don't see a noon class like what we have here with Coach Tony. Yeah. Like, tell everybody what a normal noon class would look like, a it, typical noon class. It's about 15 to 20 students, which I think is crazy in itself. And it's a mix from white belts all the way up to brown, brown belts, belts and everything in between. Right. It's so, crazy. So what happens when you have consistently – uh, an environment where brown belts are partner up with the newest person in class, just making the new people better. Yeah, yeah. dude, they're Quicker, not typical faster. white belts, and that's true. And, and I was thinking so, I was talking more about so night classes. They don't feel so uncomfortable. They don't. They don't feel so out of place, which is key. That's yeah, why they, they have. They have a senior student. Too. The noon crew, they're killers. Of, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, and that's due to the fact yeah. that it's such a mixed class. Look, if you're in class every day as a white belt and you have a a purple belt and a brown belt helping you out. Every class, it's a, it's a private it's lesson. Every single class, every, absolutely. Every class. Even if you don't say a word, jujitsu is so. Jujitsu, like you learn through osmosis, through feel, right? I mean, look, we could get scientific, but what? There's three different types of, of learning of learners. There's like auditory, which that's why we're such strong communicators. We use the right words, the right verbal cues. There's a. Uh, visual. Yeah. That's why we demonstrate three times. We do it slowly a couple times, and we do it full speed, right? Yep. And then there is kinesthetic learning. And we all know that there's some of those guys, like you're teaching the move and you could tell they're just looking at the fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're just, they're not, it's going over their head and yeah. through their ears. Right. And it's not their fault. But once they partner up and they start going through the motion and they, themselves, and they feel it. They right? pick it. They, feel they pick it. it. That, that's a funny thing where they break it down and it's, God, I'm just not getting it. I go, well, let's go through it. And they'll start. And you'll say, well, look, just do this. Okay, that's it. They got to feel it. Well, that's when just you feel it, I think you, it. And you have a better understanding on why it works and yeah. why we're doing what we're doing. You know, when you understand opposed, the physics yeah, and exactly, the mechanics. Exactly. exactly. And it's one thing taking the, the auditory version and the visual version and then putting it all together when yeah. they're kinesthetically doing right. it. And that, then it, then all the gears come together and they're able to get through it. Yeah. And the cool thing is, like, I've, I've changed over the years. Like, I, at first I was, like, a visual learner. Then... I would say I became like an auditory learner, and then I've always kind of been like a kinesthetic learner, like like drilling that out always felt best for me. But then with all my injuries that I've racked up over the years, you get much better watching and learning. Yeah. And, dude, that comes with the more mad time you have, the the less, like, mystery there is. Yeah, like when you don't know what the hell you're looking yeah. at. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you already understand most of the techniques, like the finer details, you could watch and really learn. But anyway, the, that's a long way of us saying – we have a good culture of the school. We do. Like we, we do. have a good, um, like top-down kind of economics, and people pulling the line, and no man gets left behind, and nobody rides the bench, and that plays a huge role into how we do promotions. It, look, man, we have, I have like three dozen five-year-olds or like seven-year-olds who could tell you right now, like why don't we do belt? When when do belt tests take place? We bring it up to them every day. Every, every day. day. Every yeah. day you're on every the day mat, you're on the mat yeah. is your belt test. Yeah. That's why we don't do what like a karate school might yeah. do. And I'm not picking on karate right. schools. I, I've been to karate yeah. belt promotions. They're powerful. They are. They look they awesome. Are. They sound cool. But really that's just, it's a demo. Right. They're doing a demo. Right. But So let's call it what it is. You're not doing a, a belt test. 
you're doing a, a belt like uh, demo demonstration. Right. Yeah. You we could do that in here, and I've kicked around the idea, and like we we've like kind of toyed with it with the kids. Like we've we've had flashier classes. As like we the had belt a checklist at one point, remember that? Where we yeah. had a checklist of moves and like pulled kids aside. That was pretty cool, actually. It was cool. We, but, we could get back yeah. to it. At COVID, the same time. You know, what happened with that was fucking COVID. Right, yeah. right, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, if you see somebody that can't do a, a simple movement or cannot yeah, understand. just kick them out of the school. Well, that's what I keep coming back to. <laughs> but if you see somebody that can't do that, one, you try to help them understand it and get better at it. And if they're still not getting it, it's like, Maybe we have to extend you out a little bit. Maybe this yeah. time's not right for you. Right. Your time will come. Well, here's the thing, man. If if you have a kid who can't do a belly sweep when it's time for their junior gray belt, you're fired, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking yeah. fired. Yeah. Yeah. You don't belong here as an instructor. <laughs> That's agree. true. That's true. But again, people learn differently. They do. Some people, I mean, look, some people it takes the repetition of something. May, it may take three times for you to get something. It may take some person 25 times, which could be... Yeah four times through the curriculum for yeah, them to understand yeah, that. Yeah. And it's just the way they are. You know, it's just yeah. the way they learn. So th that's a good segue to this. Like the idea that, because some people will do this, they'll do jujitsu math. And especially when a dad is seeing other kids get promoted, yeah. the dad in his head is like, well, my kid kicks that kid's ass. How is he getting promoted before my kid? And if you're a scumbag and you're an adult, you think the same thing about your teammates. Like you're a white belt, and I choked the crap out of Tim. How's he a How's blue he belt, and I'm still a white belt? Yeah. Here's one one thing you have to understand, douche, is that <laughs> we're not basing it off of of that entirely. We do, especially when you've been training for a while, like blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, of course, black belt. You are judged on like your standing within your peers and things like that, and your performance in a live situation. That is a a part of it. Right. But when you're starting out. It's, we're comparing you not to your teammates, to but to yourself. yourself. Yes. Without a doubt. So it, the rule is this, and I'm, I didn't make this up, but a lot of people say it is the only person you have to beat is you from a week ago. Right. If, if every Monday you come in. Are you the, a better person now than when you first walked yeah. in the door? Yeah. yeah. I had that conversation with somebody last week. I said, whoa, whoa. I go, you would have kicked your ass from a month ago. Yeah. And that's, that's a win. Progress. That's a victory. Yeah, but I'm. Look at the victory. You're way better than what you were a month ago. You've been training an hour and a half. It's been four months you've been training, and you're already kicking your ass from yeah. a, a month ago. It's only gonna. It's only going to keep. Yeah, but why is it? Why is it so hard for somebody to realize that? Especially if you're not a purple, brown, black belt. What we're else is happening? We're all hard on ourselves, man. We yeah. are all. We all. First off, I think again, it goes back to the math. They put the math together. Well, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm beating so and so. Okay, that's what I'm good. Let's put it all together. Let's so all here's together. the other thing. As like, let's say, I don't know, let's call him Pete. As Pete's getting better, and Pete is better than he was a month ago, yes. what about the guys around him? What else? They're is all it? leveling They're up They're all the leveling same up time. too. So this that, is the that, herd mentality. When if you think we're like um, the Indians back in the day, they're all training together. They're all shooting bows together. They're all. You, do you mean Native Americans? Native Americans. I'm sorry. Bastard. I am a bastard. That's what, what I say. Just keep going. God. So, yeah, the tribe. It's the, the tribe. The tribe. But they're all training together. Wow, I'm hitting the bullseye five out of six times. Well, so is the guy I next love how to you. you're talking about Native American culture like you have any fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> is this, was this like your dissertation in college for your PhD? I would have had to go into college to have to do a dissertation. <laughs> but, no, I mean, it, it's, it's... I know what you're saying. You know what dude. I'm saying. I'm, you know, it's just the whole So, you guys, you see what I have to deal with on a daily basis? So, 
I get that, dude. Um, the other cool thing about like the idea of like a rising tide lifts all boats is um, everybody kind of levels up together. And I mean, there is the bigger the academy gets, there's more of a lag time. But you could see it. Here's a good example. Like we all kind of slowly shifted to 90% no gi, right? Oh. Did that happen overnight all at once? No. no. No, it starts with like the nucleus. Yes. You know, like we started doing a lot more off hours no gi stuff, and then that kind of spread. I'm doing all no gi. Yeah, I know you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if if we were switching to gi, you know, I'd be, yeah, like, be doing yeah, the grips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it you know trickles out, and then like it takes over everybody. The same in the same vein. Like if you have fight to win coming up, yeah. or like I'm, I want to do like you know the New York Open, I don't even announce it. I just start training just a little bit harder, That's it. and then my training partners they they have to step it up. And before you know it, you have 330 people all kind of pushing the pace pushing a little bit pace. harder. Love it's it. like the the heartbeat of the school kind of pumps a little bit harder together. Oh, absolutely, which is a delightful freaking thing. It, it is. Hard. It is. It is. If you have a if you have a, a house full of people that are leveled up, yeah. That just means that the level's higher. Yeah, right. And you, the best part is you could call on somebody that's maybe a white belt or a blue belt that may have an idea of something that maybe you're struggling with, and they can, man, they'll be able to show you something. Yeah. Because Every, everybody's just learning. There's always room for growth. 100%. That's so, the yeah, We don't all stay right. stagnant here. You know? No, it's just not constantly at all. Constant. All right, that's perfect for our next topic. What is it about belt promotions that feels so goddamn good? Oh, it's just so rewarding. Like, Why? Jiu-jitsu is, is, for me personally, and i played every sport there is, done multiple martial arts, jiu-jitsu is definitely the, the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. So being able to, to stick it out and to, to come every day, despite the fact that you're getting your butt kicked and you feel yourself getting better, those stripes and those belts are just all that much more sweet, you yeah. know, just because you earned it. Who would have thought it. a piece of electrical tape could make your you week? You didn't, you know, you didn't order it. You didn't get it from Walmart. You know, you 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 bled for it. You sweat for it. You know, you you grinded for it. Yeah. And that the makes work. it special. Dude, the that's the that best when a little kid comes in with a new belt. I'm like, where'd you get that belt? Did you get that at, at 7-Eleven? Yeah. Oh, is today your birth? Did somebody give you that for your birthday? And they're like, no, I earned it. What do you mean? <laughs> Dude, even like a five-year-old can tell you. That's a yeah. five-year-old exactly. can explain to you how important it is, but they can tell you why. Yeah. Because they're like, God damn, this was hard. It is. You know, the five-year-old's not like, it was fucking hard, man. He's not? Sometimes. Sometimes. It, you know, <laughs> when me. Jack was five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, the one thing is, especially when internal clock, they're saying, okay, it's been six months since we had a belt promotion. There's got to be something coming up. Yeah. You see people step it up. They know that... Yeah. They're watching. Personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. Look, they you know. That, you put that fourth stripe on somebody's belt, you better believe that, that next week they're going to be a different person. 100%. Dude, here's, here's a beautiful thing about jiu-jitsu, and I got this from my uncle. His thing was always, you can wear your pride, uh, your belt with pride, or you can wear your belt with shame. Yeah. Love that. Right? So, Love like, that. when you're a fourth stripe and you're, you're right on that cusp, and, again, it's not across the board. Like, if you're a fourth stripe and you got a lot of fucking work, you're not, you're not going to get your, your belt. Like, yeah. we just won't let you. But there are some people teetering, right? So when they get that fourth stripe, like, you know, you can't hide on the mat. Yeah. Everybody always says that. And something you understand. And nobody wants to be a fraud. Right. In jiu-jitsu, like, what's the worst thing? Imposter syndrome. Yes. And I think almost everybody feels it. Like, you I guys are about lie. to be black belts. Like, how do you feel about that? Oh, that sixth stripe puke. was the can, hardest. Like if I, I was gonna do, <laughs> if I can, if I was gonna do black belt promotions like this Saturday, how would you feel about it right now? What if I sprung it on you? 
Oh, Why would you be so pissed? Because you, in your head, you'd be like, no, 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 I needed a little bit more time. Yeah. You know, I needed a little you know how bit many more times, time. How many, how many conversations, Coach Pete, have we had about that? Like, Today? Are we ready? Are we ever going to feel like we're, we're ready? I need a little bit more time. I need a little bit more time. I need to put in the extra work. We'll hear it from the team. They'll say, man, you guys are up. And we're like, up? What are you talking about? Yeah, we're yeah. Having fun at Brown Belt. They're like, well, you've been at Brown Belt for three years now. I'll okay. stay. I'll stay another three. Whatever dude, it takes. I keep waiting you, to get my blue belt. Everybody again. has to graduate third grade, dude. <laughs> you said true. that, yeah. and 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 that that's one of those things. And you know, Tony and I, we look, we're human. We talk about it. It's a thing. We're this. We're lifers in this game. I know that. You know, well, I know I'm not that. And I know how, how heavy it is on you, though. Like, believe me, I was there too. Yeah. I remember when I like when I. I guess got put on the list. Literally, I was in the office with Ricardo, and he's literally writing out the black belt list. He puts like ten names down. He looks at me. He looks at my brown belt. He's like, "When did you get your brown belt?" I was like, "Not that long ago." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's yeah. like, "Are you ready?" I was like, "I, I think you're the one that's it's supposed to, you to tell me." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Nah, man, I need more yeah, time, more yeah. time." Which, in my case, dude, I got my black belt very quick. Yeah. I got in like six years or so. I needed more time. Yeah. I wanted more yeah. time, but. I think I was in one. Of, I was one of those guys, and I always had been. That you know, are you going to wear your belt with pride or with shame? And Ricardo knew that, and I learned that from Ricardo. He's the one that told me like, sometimes you got to promote somebody early because they're the type of person that like it'll just it'll suck them ahead, off, right? Feed off that. Yeah, yeah they'll they'll yeah. they'll get to where they Let's need to go. Just look at Joe Lee. Joe Lee got his Joe Lee was blue belt. Uh, the gnome did got his yeah. Got his uh, blue belt. I got my early. blue belt pretty quick too. You got yours. Yeah. I yep. was. I think I got mine a year, almost a year to the day. After, After you start training, yeah, 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 and then uh, I got my purple belt a year and a half later, and then a brown belt a year and a half later from that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was. But I, I never, I, I you know, it, this maybe this is leading into the blue belt blues and the, this stuff that I've talked about with people. I said, dude, stop putting weight on yourself. Just train. Shut up and train. Just come in and train. I every disagree day. with you, dude. I think you're too happy go lucky, and you don't you don't subscribe to that. How dare you? You hypocrite. Don't put weight on yourself. No, All no, you no. All you do no. is put pressure on yourself. Oh, every day. Every then day. what the hell are yeah. you talking about? I'm talking about when it comes to being in a blue belt and people start going, oh, oh, um, change things up. Change things up. I just, try to, I just try to present it in a better way than, uh, I don't know, whatever way it would be. I don't know how you guys would present it, but I'm just kind of like, look, change things up. You're in a rut. We all go through rut. I go through yeah. a rut. I was in a rut not too long ago. You're going to go through ruts throughout the whole thing. Just embrace it. Because once you get to the other side, you kind of look back and go, it really wasn't that bad, was it? Yeah. I made it through, and I'm better for it. You can just never lose sight of the fact that what we do here is fun. Yes. Like once you stop having fun, that's when it, that's when the bluebell blues hits. Yes. You know what I mean? This is fun what we do, man. We get to... Well, I do this for a living, but if you don't, you know, you, you work the nine to five, you're, you're struggling all day. You, you know, most people hate what they do. They get to come here and, and kind of let loose, yeah. clear their mind a little bit, you know, hang out with their friends, roll around like a crazy person. Like, this is fun, man. And you can never lose yeah. sight of that. When it comes to the Blue Belt Blues and stuff like that, I totally lost track of what I was thinking of. Oh, well, you're old. You're <laughs> gotta old. love ADHD, <laughs> man. But I look, ADHD. I don't think we're done yet with, I don't even think we're done with the idea of, belt promotions why, why it feels so goddamn good no um one of the things that i don't think we do a good enough job i mean we do a pretty damn good job of pointing this out and this is something i do say a lot but we don't go deep enough i don't think where else in your adult life do you do something willingly on purpose that is so friggin' hard like you were saying right 
it's it's nearly impossible. Let's be honest. Yeah. So from the very first time you step on the mat, which a lot of people might agree is the hardest, right? Walking, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine walking into a jujitsu school. Imagine, I mean, we're different, right? Like I've been doing this since I was a friggin' baby. You, Coach right. Tony as well. Pete, you've been like wrestling. You've yeah. been in the world. Yeah. Imagine if you never were. Right, and imagine walking in the first time. You're like 30 years old, and we kind of, you know, have that weird avatar guy we always go to. I, I applaud the shit out of those people, like the bravery it takes. And then it doesn't really get much easier because then you got to start doing the training part. It's so hard. It's hard physically. It's hard mentally. Let's talk about how how hard it is, like on your ego. Yeah. Like, why is jujitsu so bad on your ego? Because even if you were like the all star like linebacker for your football team. That you're not probably That's not going to be good at jujitsu no. for a while. It takes right? time. It takes a it lot takes a of long time. time. And, and you, even if you happen. are a stud, uh, think about like like Evan, the white belt Evan. He's a, yeah. a freak athlete. He is, he's a stud. He's yeah. mentally strong. Yeah. He's not wavering at all. But you could tell even like you know I rolled with him before I got hurt, and he's doing awesome. But I'm toying with yeah, him right, like a right, child. Right. And you know he just has that look like holy shit I got a lot to it's, learn. It's huh? a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, man. It's a tough. I mean, pill he to handled it perfectly well. But let's think about out of like the millions of people that do jujitsu, that's hard for everybody. So the fact that you keep coming, that's saying a lot. They that's one of the it. reasons that when you do get that, let's call it what it is—a belt. All it is, it's a symbol. But it, it's for us, it's public recognition of all those things that you overcame, right. dude. Right. Public recognition. Where else? I don't. I've never had a real job. I mean, you, you kind of did, I guess. I have. What do they give you? you like a certificate re- if you're doing a good job? You don't even get that. What do you, you get? get? Nothing. <laughs> oh, nothing. Right. You get like a, 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 I can a, confirm what, a freaking that. 2% <laughs> bump. <laughs> Every once in Every a while. Yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah. Alan's like, no, I don't get any uh, pay increases, but they add another word to my title and they give me more responsibility. <laughs> that's it. I get an extra that's hour it. of work a week. It's Dude, pretty but awesome. here, here, and let's kick around the word meritocracy. Like, nobody's, like, just handing you shit. You are earning these things. And the best part is we all know. That's the cool thing. Everybody Everybody in the whole room. And we do do a good job, an exceptionally well job, on pointing that out, too. Every time. Letting people know, like, look, this is – you're doing a great job. It's not just on the mat. It's when you're sitting in the lobby afterwards. Dude, you look great today. Yeah. You're really starting to put it together. The funny thing is that people hold on. They'll never forget that. They don't. Both hands, they embrace it. Dude, I remember, like, the four or five times – Ricardo told me I was doing good. <laughs> you know? I'm still uh, waiting for the first one. My professor tells me I'm doing I'm, good. Hey, I keep yeah. watching. He said, <laughs> my eyes are open. You did thank me for cleaning the toilet. The one you did a good so job. But, man, the public recognition is huge. It is and huge. it's not just public recognition because you could get recognized publicly on social media and you get a bunch of likes, but who gives a shit because you don't know those people. Yeah. Right. But when you're in here, your peers. Peers, not only is it your peers – but there's senior students in there, right? There's junior students. Oh yeah. It's every your your freaking kids are, are like in the lobby. Yeah. It's everybody who who you respect and you trust and right. you care and about. And you look up to. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's huge. When you get a like a coach out, come up to you and go, We gotta start working together. Yeah. That's where That's you're going. You know. They're going, yeah. Well, Coach Al's taking me under my wing, like R C. R C anytime Coach Al comes in, he's grabbing R C, let's go. Yeah. You know, and it's And you take, can see the change in, in R C's like demeanor. Yeah. You know, it carries clout and weight. It It's just like, man, this yeah. guy's like, come with me. I'm a made me. man. I'm yeah. a made yeah. man. Yeah. He's burning a mask card in his hand with all the other guys. But, you know, it's that that's something, man. When someone, when a senior student grabs you and says, without saying it word for word, 
I see something in you. Yeah. yeah. Let's see where we could take it. Right. And everybody sees that. Yeah. Dude, you could see. And you know me. I don't like. I always like to deflect. But the truth is, like, I am at the, you know, the top. Yeah. My friggin' name is on the door. And you could see, like, every like few months or so, I kind of like before the New York Open. I didn't really train with Brandon much. I was training with Aladdin mostly. Yeah. Syracuse. Yeah. And you can see, dude. Not only did like, look, I'll be honest. He got better from those, you know, crazy sessions oh, we had. A doubt. But everybody kind of sees that like I'm choosing him time and time again and it's a it's like a message is being sent yeah oh yeah, yeah. right like it's kind of like props him up a little bit and it, it puts him in that new stratosphere and that happens at every level yeah it's about to happen with 20 blue belts when they come into yeah. that that advanced program today absolutely true that's gonna be awesome true. Yeah, it 20, is great we, yeah we almost gave out 12 about that's 20, a lot right? of blue belts yeah dude 20? a lot Jeez. but I think that after the last promotion we had people that was kind of like I think we're they gonna have to. Yeah. yeah, they weren't quite there. They weren't quite which, there, which is understandable because for half of their fucking white belt career, they were yeah. training yeah. in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, you know, on though, Zoom. Yeah. If you think about the growth that took from October to March, just think of the growth that they experienced, that they they had to go from where they were just five six months ago yeah. to where they are today. Yeah. And if they can self reflect and look back and be like. Holy crap. Wow. Dude, that's our job. And that's that's one of the things like I try my best to talk about. This was a tough bell promotion. We're out in the parking lot. Yeah. Friggin' tractor trailers are, are going by. <laughs> we made I think we made the mistake of like I promoted the kids first and I didn't kick them out. So the kids are in front of me. They're like, I got my belt today. Look. And I'm trying to make it like a heartfelt speech for the adults. And you know, it's it hard. got a little crazy. Yeah. But one of the things I always like to bring up is like don't fail to take stock of your progress. Right. Don't fail yourself to, dude. Even I sometimes still, I'll be walking out to the car after a hard training session at night, and I'll stop halfway through the parking lot and just look back at the academy. And for me personally, like sometimes it's to reflect on the training session, how far I've come. Mostly it's to reflect on what we built here. Yeah, that's just the position I'm in. But like even at Ricardo's when I was just a student, you know, a program director, and I had a really tough training session with like Frankie Edgar, and I did pretty well. I would make sure that I would soak that in. That I would not pat myself on the back, right. but just acknowledge who I was six months ago and who I am today. Absolutely. If you don't do that, man, like it's a long, hard road and you're not going to make it. Yeah. Well, jujitsu is definitely about celebrating those small victories. And that's what I like to tell people all the time. You know, I think people lose sight of that because they, they usually expect something big, like a big promotion at work or, or a big raise. Those jujitsu victories, man, they're small and yeah. they're few and far in between. So yeah, you have yeah. to you have to embrace those small victories. Like, oh, I almost got I almost I almost swept a higher ranking student today. Or I didn't want to come to jujitsu today and I did it anyway. Like those are the little things that that you should be patting yourself on the back for. Those little you know, steps up be, the ladder. Dude, are that's huge. And a big part of that, that's where we come in too. Yeah. We can't expect them to do it on their own all right. the time, but we are encouraging you guys to do your best. You know, we're going to point out when you're doing great, but yeah. you got to find those small victories because right. a lot of times it's something you got to feel. Exactly. And the other thing I got to point out, like, let's get into the Bluebell Blues. Um, you know, I think, you know, to start it off, I'll say this. You're not going to realize, dear Blue Belt, you're not going to, you're going to feel like you're, you're stuck on the bottom and that we're just beating the shit out of you. And we are. Yeah. Right. But what you don't get is that when you first came in as a Blue Belt, we were beating the shit out of you with one hand tied behind our back. <laughs> like barely even having to work. And six months, nine months later, it looks the same from the outside looking in. We're doing the same moves to you. 
at the same speed. But what you don't know is we're working. Yeah. We're working yeah. hard. There are no rounds off for us anymore. Right, no. right. And, the, you know, that's where the senior student has to be able to have, you know, check their ego aside and be like, dude, you feel and, – and we do that. Right, dude, you feel great. Feel great. And then the, what are you talking about? You just armbarred me three times. Yeah. But what you don't realize, I just had to work very hard right, for those three right, armbars. Right, right, It's not easy to pass your guard. You know, right, some guys right. develop their, their guard gets really good. You know, instead yeah. of just hunting submissions, they go, they buckle down on, I don't want anybody to pass my guard. I don't want, you know, that's great. Yeah. When you see that, when I, if I roll with somebody and they're like, I'm like, man, your guard was had hard to pass. That was great. That was awesome. And like you say, yeah, but you, yeah, but I had to work. I'm going to need you to pull that sucker right up to your face. Right up to my face. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't want to get, okay. Yeah. But, you know, acknowledging that and patting them on the back. Hey, so man. That's a cultural thing. We need, that's the, and we have that. We do that we, really we've good. Had that, we've had that from the start. Right. I think we I really guess do this that is well. our, our chance to broadcast to our, our students and anybody listening. Be that guy. Yeah. It, it yeah. takes no sweat off your back to be that guy, to, to support somebody. You help. could take somebody. You could, here's the thing. And really switch them onto yeah, dude, a new level with just your, going. Your wing and, that was and, awesome. And throw them a friggin' bone. Yes. So what I don't want, let's not may, be mistaken. Like, we get after it. I offer no quarter. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I put it on people. Yeah. And I think we get mistaken sometimes that, like, in order to be, like, uh, like a good senior student and somebody who's going to pull the line, you have to, like, you know, treat people with kid gloves. No. You don't have to do no. that. You can beat Absolutely the crap not. out of them. Yes. Just be very upfront about how well they're doing when they are. Yeah. Right. Because it's not obvious to them. Right. You don't get good in a fight not fighting. That's key, man. Let me ask you this. What do you, what is it about the, blue, what is the blue belt blues? In my opinion. If you were going to define it. It's, I believe in to myself, and when you're in it, you don't see it. It's the, pressure you put on yourself that all of a sudden you have this blue belt and you should be Marcelo Garcia. Yeah, that's part of it. I right. think that this self-expectation and the belief inside your mind that I'm a blue belt, why am I not doing X, Y, Z? It's your second step, third step, you know, from black belt to white belt. It's only your second step and you're just learning. Yep. You're just learning. I think Tony and I spoke about it before. It was right before we got our purple belts where we were both like, wow, I think I've really, really got to that part with putting things together wise. Right, right. So we were four stripe blue belts killing each other and we were really putting things together. We could feel it. We kind of look at each other after right. each training session. We're doing it. We're, we're like, doing it. I can <laughs> swim. I can swim. And we really, that was when, and like I said, I think we spoke about it before offline, obviously, but that was the point where it was like, wow. We were four-stripe blue belts when that happened. We were both, I was a year and a half in when that happened. You were, I think you had a, you were blue belt uh, two years at two, that point. Yeah, two yeah. stripes, yeah. And it was, it was really that moment that we were like, wow, okay, okay. So your blue belt, I really think blue belt, you're treading water. I, yeah, I think, I think you nailed it, dude. Because people, especially when you're a white belt, blue belts and up, it does look like a different world. You know, like you're on that one. You're with the advanced crew. It's like once you get there, you kind of made it. It's not the case. Yeah. Once you get there, like you're you're kind of starting. It's the beginning of the race. Let's talk why. Why do you think it's such a big deal? Why do you think we need to address it? 
because it's a real thing. Where do where do we lose most people? For me, the, blue the bluebell blues to me is when all the glitz and the glamour kind of go away. Yeah, you know, like you, you're you first start your white belt, you put that belt on, you're nervous, you're scared. But then you realize, wow, this is fun and exciting, and it's new, and yeah, it's tough and it's difficult. But man, this is great. It's a honeymoon you know? period. And then like yeah. you're 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 there for an entire year, man. You're you're submerging yourself. You're watching YouTube videos nonstop, and then you know a year goes by. Take the train you get the wheels blue belt, off. You know, and then it's like it's not it's not new anymore, yeah. and you're still getting your ass kicked. Yeah. You know, it's like all that glitz and glamour is gone, and now it's like the real push to see how dedicated you are, yeah. like how much you love it. Like that's how, where the like, endurance yeah, really That's where the endurance comes in, because it's not new yeah. anymore. It's the marathon. It's not like, shoot, it's always super fun, right? But it's not like f that That fun, new and exciting anymore. Dude, the other know? thing is, like I, I said earlier, people know how to treat a white belt, you yeah. know, especially yeah. in a good academy. Like it's not treating with kid gloves, but it's, you treat them as, as the beginner that they are. Right. All the way up to four stripes. I mean, you do have some outlier white belts that at three, four stripes, they're posing threats to blue belts. Yeah. But on the whole, everybody knows how you should treat white belts. And it's, it's communicated properly. But I think what is not communicated as well, as m much as it should be, is that those new blue belts, they're, they're white belts with five stripes. Right. Yes. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, but we don't really talk about that. And... Which I think is okay because at a certain point, it's not sink or swim. It's never sink or swim. And it's not like rule of the jungle, but it's like to get to that next level, you're going to have to experience people's A game. Yeah. You know, when you're a white belt, you're experiencing like their C and D game. They're, they're just kind of moving you around. That's when you train with somebody when you first, because guys, breaking news, if you're a white belt, once you get your blue belt, you're going to go... Oh my God! These guys are not very nice to me right now. Yeah. Is that how it's going to be? It's like you're and not, a blue belt. not nice is the wrong word. It's not. It's, yeah. it's I can't do shit. They're dominating me yes. yeah. for the most yeah. part. Yeah. And it, I think that it's once you get your blue belt, the your eyes are going to open up. That like we said before, wow, I'm not passing this guy's guard like I normally yeah. do. Right. I'm not, you know getting into these better positions like I normally Yeah, but do. it's all about perspective, right? Like, we have to let people know that they're not doing that anymore because we respect them more. That's yeah, the and That's huge. We've, we've gotten a lot better at communicating that yeah, lately. Yeah. yeah. That when somebody is giving you their A game, it's because they respect yeah. you. Oh, yeah. There's nothing more disrespectful than somebody babying you. Yeah. No, I know. Especially if, you, if you're a colored belt is the point. My first jiu-jitsu class, I remember I was rolling with uh, Jonathan Webb. Jonathan. And uh, he was awesome. But he just made it look so easy. And the fact that he was just toying with me, like, I think messed with me. Dude, more, it smashes you know? your ego worse <laughs> than terrible. if he just beat the crap yeah, out of you. Yeah, yeah I know that. I, I was getting ready. for. I was a blue belt. I was getting ready for Naga. Um, I, was, I was still training here, but I was still over at the other place. And I was training with uh, Sabatini down at Daniel Gracie's. And we did three 20-minute rolls, and I'm working oh, my ass when off. When you're a white belt? Oh. I was a blue belt. Ah. Yeah. Coach and, Tony. I think you got to jump off for noon class, my yeah. man. It's All right, guys. It was nice talking to you guys. We'll do it again. Good having you on, homie. But I remember being a blue belt, and it was, it was, I can't do anything. I'm working my ass off, and he's not even dropping a sweat. It was just. As it, as it should be. Exactly, exactly. Look, everybody's got to graduate third grade. You have like to. You, you, the, eventually they take nap time out of school. Yeah. You know, like you it's, don't get snack time. It's, you're not using crayons anymore. Like, you're going to have to start learning calculus, even Using though you don't want to. Yeah. 
everybody's got to graduate, right? But and one of the, the reasons, dude, we too. address this. We're always thinking about blue belt blues because we our job is to get you to black belt for a few reasons, but mainly we know it's going to improve your life, and we know that you can do it. If you got your blue belt, you could get your black belt. Yeah. Look, people are going to quit. Like jujitsu is not for that's a misnomer, and that's a it's a bull faced lie. lie. Jujitsu is not for everyone. Like that's, I think that's like is Gracie Baja's tagline: "Jujitsu for everyone." It's for everybody. I yeah. I know what they're saying, but it should be jujitsu for everyone who wants, who to, wants be to be here, <laughs> like who wants to be uncomfortable, who wants to like willingly take on uh, challenges and, and discomfort, all these things. A lot of people, but it's like not to for everyone. Run three miles. Not a lot of people want to go out and run twenty six point two. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. So the point is this: if you made it through that initial stage to blue belt. You you've kind of acknowledged that you like this. Yes. Nobody like accidentally gets their blue belt. No. Nobody nobody mistakenly sticks around for a friggin' year getting after it and gets their blue belt. It doesn't happen. No. So if you could get your blue belt, there's something there. And if we don't do a good enough job making it so the first six months or so of your blue belt journey are still enjoyable and fruitful, we fucking robbed you of this very Experience, beautiful, yeah. powerful thing that that could have been one of the main pillars of your life. I don't think, and I think that's one of the things that I love about the environment, the the people that we have here, is it we do a good job with that. We really do a good job with that. You know, um, if you're a you've been a blue belt for for six months, Nick the Wig. Nobody's canning on Nick the Wig. Everybody's going. It's tough man, as nails, man, You're dude. doing a great job, and your hair is on point. His hair, his is hair so is so good. Best. Nick the Wig, but there's, you know, we don't. You never get lost, you know. You're never sitting in the corner, whether you're a blue belt or what have you. We never put you in the corner. You're always in the game, and you're right. always working. And when you're working, everybody's working with you. Because yeah. we want to build the troops up. We want to have a strong Dude, We army. want you around. I want everybody to get a black belt. Yeah. I want everybody to see everybody get a black better. belt. I know what it's done for me and how I feel, how much better I feel with jujitsu in my life. And, but here's the thing, dude. We all know that. Yeah. Why, why do we know that about you? You see me smiling all dude, the time. Dude, look at you. First off, you're ripped to the bone. You look great. You got that face, but that's not your fault. I can't fix that. But you're always smiling. You're yeah. happy to be here. You're full of energy for an old bastard. Yeah. You know, so one of the other huge benefits of belt promotions is, yeah, it brings us together. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's got the energy. Yeah. It's like a holiday here, right? But I think more importantly, the junior students get to see when a senior student either gets promoted or hands the promotion over, and they get to see the future. Yeah. Dude, it'd be different if, if you and I and all the coaches, like all six of us, seven of us, were standing up there in the line, and we're all 50 pounds overweight. We're like grimacing. We look like yeah. shit. We look like lethargic. That'd be a very different picture that we're painting in the future. Oh, yeah. But when you get, when, even before belt promotions, when you just stand in line, you look up towards the top of the line, and you see like the brown belts and black belts, and you look down at the white belts, like you just learn so much. You're good, dude. We're going to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, one of the guys that came out. Dude, it's like a time machine. Yes. You know what I is. mean? And I'm not ragging on anybody, but when you look to your left, when say you're in the middle of the line, yeah. and you look to your left and you see the white belts, like how do they look a little different than like the brown belts? Exactly. exactly. You know, they like, haven't maybe, gone through a transformation. Maybe their belt's a little bit tighter. Maybe they're not standing up straight. They're just, they didn't do that physical transformation. When yet. we went to your stripe ceremony, 
uh, up in Robbinsville yeah. four years ago. Got like 30 black belts there. I was a purple belt. And I can remember we lined it up. Professor Almeida lines it up, rank order. This was really when it kind of hit me where I stood in line with my belt in the rank amongst the association. I'm looking at all the white belts. There's 100 white belts. Yeah. Then there's 50 blue belts. Then there's 25 purple belts. You know it's in a trend. And then I'm looking next to me, and there's 15 brown belts, and 10 of them are getting their black belts. Yeah. And I'm like, that was the moment where I went, holy shit. I can't believe that I did this, and I'm standing right here. Bro, think about... Yeah, I I know what you're saying. I did the same journey, bro. I know. And the first time I went to one of those where I think Ricardo might have been promoting some of the association guys from like New York or something, like yeah. up in Albany. We had, you know, 150, 200 people on the mat and all these black belts came in and I was like a white belt. I might have just got my blue belt. So I had 130 people in front of me in line. Yeah. And then cut to me getting my, my stripe and I'm like almost at the front of that line. Yeah. Dude, that's it's just funny because like each notch, each person in line represents just a battle, a battle, a battle, right? Like, like validation, legitimacy, just exactly. overcoming. Boom, 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 boom. I wish there was one of those cart comic book pop ups over everybody's head with the bubble saying what was going through their mind. Yeah, from the guys, you know, you guys are getting your stripes. I think it was you, Professor Dante, a couple other guys. Yeah, uh, Larry. Were getting, yeah, they were all. You guys were getting striped up. And to see what's over your head. And I say that now is, you know, I'm not that far away from you are not. that next level. And then the white belt that's in the beginning that doesn't have their stripe, maybe they're a third class or new to the association, but hey, we could go to this thing. I want to see my professor, my whoever get promoted. To see the bubble over their head, you know? Yeah. I mean, it. Dude, I bet you a lot of those white belts were thinking, I. That's impossible. I will never get there. That's imp- I remember thinking it was impossible. I will never get there. Like, how the fuck do you get a black belt? Yeah. It's like impossible, but it's not. It's not. It's impossible. not. You just keep showing up. That's the thing. If you just come, forget about all the BS. Forget about, and again, I'm an idiot. You I put a idiot. lot of pressure on myself. But I come in and I, I legitimately come in and I say, just forget about everything. Just go in and train. Yep. If you just come every day. You put everything aside. Say, if you have to almost shape your mind to think, we have no belts. You're coming in to train. Everybody's a white belt. Just go get the work in. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know saying. what I'm saying? I don't and like that, kinda, I, I do like people. people I want, when I'm people say it's not about the day, belt. It is about the belt. Yeah, like shut your mouth. Like yeah. how dare you do that? Don't yeah. don't minimize something that's so powerful and important. Like it's important to have that that the tangible goal. Yeah, you need to have attainable goals. Right, and not goals. only is it tangible that you can touch it and you can feel it, but everybody around you can see it. When yes. you put a purple belt on your waist, everybody knows what that entails. Everybody oh, yeah. knows what you did to get there. Yep. And they respect it. It's You're, you're making a statement, dude. We're, we're biological creatures, and I, we forget this, and it's I think it's been a little demonized. But the truth is we are hierarchical. We thrive in hierarchies. We have to have hierarchies. Yes. And it's one of the reasons that a jiu-jitsu school feels so goddamn good spiritually, psychologically, and physically is that we do adhere to hierarchies. Yeah. And the belt plays a huge role in that, is the truth. Everybody has a standing in, in the group. Yep. In, the, in the family, everybody has a standing. 
based off the color of your belt. Yep. Based off the stripes on your belt. And it matters. It does matter. And we're never never going to minimize that. You can't. And I I think I'm looking at more in the, the fact that a lot of times you put so much pressure on yourself that you make it incapable for you to learn. Because you're just thinking about one thing. Well, you have to do all this to get to that one thing. So just come in and train. And that's the beautiful thing about jiu-jitsu. And when I went through my knock at Blue Belt, when I was like, man, I'm just, I took two weeks off. It was the only time I took two weeks off outside of injury. And it was literally, I just said, I'm done. I'm just going to train. I just got to stop thinking about, I need to be, I'm a Blue Belt. I should be doing this, this, and that. No. No, just, just trust, trust your instructors. Trust the process. Trust the, your teammates and yeah. trust the process. They will, we, will, we will never steer you wrong. And your group, which is everybody in your class, will not steer you wrong. No. And they will help you up when you're down. And they will get you through those tough obstacles. And I think that's one of the things that we excel at here. That's one of the beautiful you. things here, that everybody really wants the best for each other. And sure, you may have your little rival. I'm going to choke the shit you out need of this that. guy. You need to have that. But in the end of the day, you know at the end, you're going to bow, you're going to slap hands, you're going to bump fists, you're going to say, dude, that was fucking And when you guys get your belts, you're going to be happy as shit for each other. You're going to grab each other and go, man, we went through a war to get here. It was awesome, and I can't wait to do it again when we get our next belt. All right, dude. I think we covered a lot of good aspects of belt promotions. Yeah, and this is, again, this is something we keep going over and over again, too. Yeah, and we'll get back to it in different capacities, but... That was cool to lay out. All right, guys, and we'll we'll share a bunch of cool pictures from Bell Promotions. But uh, we got to worry about this weekend now. Yeah, this weekend. What are we doing? Uh, we're gonna share shave the head cabbage. So we're in the beard. If you guys didn't know, we're doing St. Baldrick's head shaving. Coach Pete and I, we're losing these beautiful quaffs of hair. And for me, it's probably the last time I'll have it. <laughs> um, but man, I gotta say, we set a goal of three thousand. We're, we're thirty two. We're at like thirty two hundred. Yeah. So we have until Saturday. I think our new goal should probably be five. five. Yeah. I think we could do it. We can do and it. If you guys are interested, check out our social media profiles. We have the links, and anything counts. We'll be it's posting all appreciated. it up. Exactly, 100%. Take your quarters to the change machine. Get that dollar, $5 or whatever. It's got to be at least $1.50 because yeah. there is a surcharge. <laughs> yeah. All right, yes. guys. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thank awesome. you. Awesome.